When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Skin. If we're behind them, never mind, we'll fight and fight and win, for we're from Tigerland. We never weaken till the final siren's gone. Like the tiger of old, we're strong and we're bold, for we're from Tigerland. Yellow and black, we're from Tigerland. G'day everyone and welcome to the Premiership edition of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tony Shebecki with you, a proud Richmond member after winning their third flag in four years. Another proud Richmond member is Welshie. He joins us as well. Hello, mates. Very good day, Tony. I'm still celebrating. As the Richmond players are as well. Good day to you. Are you celebrating, uh, Lyle? I, listen, guys. Uh, hey, and yeah. G'day to you guys as well. I don't want to rain on your parade or anything, but this is a wrestling podcast. Uh, yeah, I know this is not a video medium, but uh, Welshie doesn't look like he's been to bed for four days. Tony, have you had any sleep? You, you blokes are still drinking beers. I know Dan Andrews said get on the beers, but I don't think he meant because of Richmond won the flag. No, Dan said get on the beers. Uh, I, you guys have been on the beers 48 hours before he mentioned get on the beers. Haven't stopped. Oh, Preparing, yeah, and the, did you we know, we're preparing the much, well? preparing much in the way Richmond prepared for the grand final. Okay, always just stay ready so you don't have to get ready, Lyle. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, what are you saying? The, the first time, no, nah, look, we're celebrating. Look, we're celebrating because premierships look, your team winning a premiership doesn't happen every year. Well, your team winning one doesn't, ours does. Okay, all right. So what you're saying is you guys are both going to be nervous for the second half of this show and then be a little bit happier in the second half of the show. Okay. I'm going to to let you dominate in the first half and then I'm going to come back hard in the second half. Uh, Let me just say that Richmond's preparation for the grand final is still nowhere near my preparation for our shows. You don't train. No, that's true. And or do any research. Could you imagine Tony was the coach of this podcast, Lyle? What our um our pregame like meetings would be like? He'd be like, uh, "Who are we interviewing?" And then he'd get their name wrong. Then it he'd doesn't start matter who we're interviewing. Then he'd start preparing for the wrong person. Yeah, uh, we'd be halfway through the interview, and then he'd, he'd realize who we were interviewing. Mm. And then yeah. he'd call them oh, yeah. Mark hang, Moretti. Hang shit on me. Um, we had a good episode last week, I thought. Who was Great on? Guest. Oh, good. We're going to get back to the wrestling, are we? Okay. Who was on last uh, week? Aisha. We had our listener on. Yes, Aisha. <laughs> Hope she enjoyed listening to herself back. It's, uh... 
Uh, she was very good. She's uh, going to yeah, go a long way, though, of, no doubt. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Of course, um, uh, on the Turnbuckles, proudly brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network. If you haven't joined up yet, now's the time to do so. I think it's only 7 bucks or 7 bucks 50 a month, and you get access to some amazing Australian wrestling content from the years gone by from some of the biggest promotions right around Australia. So make sure you get involved. Let's face it, we've already we've all watched everything on Netflix already. So you may as well cancel that subscription, bring in this one, and then you've got hours of entertainment that for the whole fam fun for the whole family. Yes, correct. And obviously for you two guys, do you want to put in a watch a wrestling event in between each viewing at the grand final replay, I'm assuming? Or you just want to go back to back? I um, watch the grand final, then I watch the highlights of the grand final, then I watch the grand final again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. All right. I'm going to need to get another drink. Time to bring in our guest for this week, one that I am so proud to have organized. <laughs> you didn't organize it. <laughs> Neither did Lyle. For last week, didn't I? You told me that we were having her, but no one messaged her. I had to do it. Yeah. And, and then I we... found out that Lyle has is connected to Izzy Shaw and he didn't put his hand up to organise it. You two are are a shit show. Yeah, I look forward to hearing this story about you and her boyfriend. Me? No, Lyle. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll save save that later. We're we're world travellers together. I've heard uh, he doesn't like you. He only sat next to you so that he could meet Meltzer. Well, I I don't know if anyone's heard. I was... uh, I was with Meltzer a fair bit while I was in Japan. Yeah, remember that time I went to Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been since then. Lyle. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've had two trips cancelled to Japan <laughs> since then. So, so uh, sad. Uh, this, I'll tell you what, though. This lady's actually been to China, and she's a current champion. Let's have a chat to her. Izzy Shaw joins us on the turnbuckle. Hello, Izzy. How are you? Hello. Hey, everyone. Hey, congratulations to you. A championship belt around that waist. That's great news. Thank you. It's been a really good surprise. RCW Women's Champion's got a great ring to it. Um, How how did you feel to to win that title? Um, It was surreal. It's the one thing in wrestling since I was a rookie, I went 100% that has to happen because I was a rookie about to debut as the belt got introduced. So I've been there ever since it was in the company, never won it. And it was always like, that's the one thing I always want. And to actually have it after all these years, it was just surreal of like, oh my God. Oh, sorry, just sort of kitty. <laughs> yeah, no, it's either the cat or the dog with Welshie. Today we get yeah. the cat. You'll probably get both. Um, <laughs> continue. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, guys. And I see a, when I see a cat or a dog, I will stop because I'm like, oh my god, I love them. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a pain in the butt when I'm doing interviews. He doesn't come near me any other time, except when I'm sitting here doing an interview. Um, but yeah, so how many years has that title eluded you? Um, so I've been in RCW for nine years, wrestling for seven years. So it was in RCW, it's been in RCW for eight years. 
sorry, the year after I uh, yeah. started training, it came in. So it's incredible that um, that that something has just been just out of reach for so long. You finally got your hands on it. Um, what kind of emotions were you feeling? Um, unbelievably happy. I got told. Uh, I actually got told by the referee. It's the most he's ever seen me smile. Unbelievably happy. Um, just in shock. I was very much of like trying to pretend like it wasn't going to happen until once it happened just like going it's just a match it's fine don't worry it's just a match I didn't want to go in my head going what the end of the match would be until after the match and then I could be like oh my god I'm holding the belt (laughs) just yeah it was I was unbelievably happy it's incredible I gotta say like even as a as a wrestling fan who's who's watched you for a while um to to read that you'd won the rcw title uh a smile came across i think most wrestling fans faces because it is the title that we've always thought izzy shaw probably needs to get at some stage <laughs> thank you yeah. um go on go on law i was just saying is it um is a validation for all the hard work and training um once you get that belt uh around your waist yeah, it is, and all, and uh, and one of the reasons, selfishly, I've wanted to win it, not just because it's my the company I've trained up with, the belt that I've been around since I started training, it was also the fact of I knew when I won it, it means that my trainers believe in me. I I wanted, I've always wanted to make Chris Basso and Matt Basso and all those guys believe in me and I I just felt like I I felt like I I wanted to make them proud and I just yeah that's always been a thing with it it's not just I just want to win the belt it's like I want to make them proud because if it wasn't for them I wouldn't be in wrestling (laughs) normally when we get the opportunity to see two wrestlers fight off for a belt it's normally the culmination of a uh a good storyline between those two wrestlers, you and Savannah Summers fought off for the vacant title. Has there been much angst between you guys in the past? Um, Savannah is the person I've wrestled the most out of anyone. So yeah, it's been, I feel like me and Savannah both said it was, um, it, it was like written in the stars. Of course, we'd be the ones wrestling like, for, for my first title win. We've had the most matches together. She came up with my first moveset. My first gear was made by Savannah. Like everything I started, everything I started with was given to me by Savannah. And I went to China, China with Savannah for a month and I can't escape her. She's always around. <laughs> so it was well, like, it was great wrestling her. Cause I'm like, oh my God course it had to be her what does savannah mean to south australian women's wrestling i feel like she's helped us a lot savannah has been the reason why me and demi bennett had her first gear she's the person that put the most time in our skills if it wasn't for her i don't think i would have gotten as many opportunities as I did as quickly as I did. 
she really does try her best to help the women. She cares a lot about the women in South Australia. She is the first lady. Um, yeah, she's like the, I don't know, sorry, someone's words escape me. Sorry, guys. Um, but, That's um, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's the reason why, how, she's the reason that we, why, why we stop. Sorry, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless. But um, yeah, she's helped us all. I feel like she's really grown women's wrestling in South Australia. And also the belt wouldn't even be here without her because she's the one that pushed it. And the yeah. women's shows, she pushed it. She cares more about the women's division than anyone else I've seen. Fantastic. I don't Great think it would be the same without her. <laughs> sorry Great if I'm off with you mentioned China and the fact that you went with her uh, to China for a month. Tell us about that trip and uh, what that did for you. China. So me and Savannah, sorry, um, me and Savannah um, went to Macau in China for a month with Ho Ho Lun, who used to wrestle in the WWE. So he met a guy in Macau who was a wealthy man that said, I want to bring wrestling to Macau in China. And so Ho Ho Lan met Savannah when she wrestled in Singapore. He said, can you suggest any other women? So she suggested me. So that's why how I came over. And we were with a bunch of guys from Mexico, a guy from New Zealand, a guy from America, two other, uh, uh, two other Chinese men and a guy from Singapore. And we were wrestling every, twice a day, every day, with one day a week being a break day. We didn't in, a, have to wrestle. in a casino over in Macau? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I've been to Macau. It's a, it's a strange place. It's sort of like, it, it's very similar to Vegas. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Venetian Hotel in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, we went. But the Venetian in Macau is, is identical. They've actually... Every tile on the floor is exactly the same. So it's like they've just transported the Venetian from Vegas into Macau. It's the exact same hotel. It's amazing. That's an, that's an attention to detail that I cannot relate to. Yeah. <laughs> I love the uh, little, uh, what are the boats called again? Like the Venice boats? The gondolas. The gondolas, yeah. Yeah, they had those in the, uh, in the hotel as well. And you could just ride them through this hotel. Yeah. Amazing stuff. So, what, what, kind was of, the, what was uh, how was wrestling taken by the people in Macau? Um, I don't think we we didn't get too many people coming to the shows, but I still loved the experience. We didn't get too many. There was only one proper like massive wrestling fan that went, which I loved because he just screamed out for all the moves. He's never seen a wrestling show live, you could tell, and he had like wrestling signs. Fantastic! Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because every other person didn't really understand wrestling. We ended up once the I remember putting on my hair and makeup and getting in my gear and we were second match and this group of girls all came and they watched the first match and then left. <laughs> and I was like and then after like the show I'm like I've wrestled in front of barely anyone and I got all done up so me and Ho Ho Loon started running the ropes 
It's like, come on, ho ho, we're doing something. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, but what was it like to like um, just to have that opportunity to wrestle so often in such a short period of time? That must have been a really good opportunity for you as well. Yeah. I, I liked it because it was more I could focus on like the fundamentals and focus on like little bits like um, able to work on my selling more and um, more crowd reaction like things you don't really you get to work through at a training but it's easier to work through on a match but then you can't because there's people and you're trying to there's like a lot of things you've got to focus on it was more um, it was just a bit easier to like work on my little things when I was wrestling there so often and with Savannah I feel like me and me and her actually I was gonna say I feel like we could but we have wrestled came up with a match in five minutes and went radio we're ready and just went out which is we're just like yep I know you you know me we're good <laughs> and and how did the how did the body hold up wrestling so frequently twice a day for so long Painful, painful. I didn't wrestle for about a month and a half, two months after, because I was just like, I'm, I've never said this in my life. I'm sick of wrestling. Don't let me wrestle. <laughs> I remember they wanted to put me on a show like two weeks later, and I'm like, what? But because there was another girl that, that was also ready to wrestle, and I'm like, can you just put her on the show? I went and played before, but I just can't. I wrestled twice a day. For, for a month. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you got a taste of what those um, old school guys in the 80s and 70s were, were doing. <laughs> I took too many big boots from Savannah and chops and they hurt. <laughs> she likes to kill me with her big boots. Um, I remember seeing you wrestle when you came over for Underworld Wrestling and uh... you had the opportunity to, to try out a completely different character. Um, do you want to talk about how much fun it was to to play that sort of evil Izzy Shaw? And because I, I really enjoyed it, I thought you nailed it. I loved doing that. I, I'm actually a very big horror fan. I'm actually hoping to do a course in prosthetic makeup. I love horror. I love being scary. I actually did that crazy Izzy character in drama in high school. I love doing that. And, and it actually makes me sad because I don't think I can anymore because there's too many girls in Australia coming up with that gimmick. And I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do it. But I love it. I absolutely love doing creepy, scary stuff. It is a joy. <laughs> I don't know. I think you need to bring that out somewhere because that was really, really enjoyable. It was... um. Because it's not so much horror. There was sort of a psychotic element um, to the character where you were unhinged more than you were um, frightening. And yeah, I, I really connected with the crowd crazy. that night. I'm good at playing crazy. <laughs> you must enjoy being scared because I've heard a story that you threw glitter on James Storm. Oh, That, that must have been <laughs> horrific. No, he's a sweetheart. He's an absolute sweetheart. Me and Jasmine were backstage at a show and we're taking photos. And then he wanted to get into the photo. So we took a photo and Jasmine wrote the caption with the girls. And he was like, oh, that's not fair. So, and Jasmine carries a massive box of glitter. 
So she just grabbed a bit on her hand, smeared it on her, sh- on her shoulder and went, there you go, now you're one of the girls. And I put some glitter on him too. And we glittered him up. It was even before his match. It was before his match. <laughs> and we put glitter on him and we're like, here you go, now you're one of the girls. So the cowboy Robert Storm, the cowboy James Storm, uh, is coming out to the ring um, with his beer drinking tough guy gimmick with glitter. With glitter on. As it was just a little bit on his shoulders. <laughs> his, 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 his opponent after the match is wondering where all this glitter come from. Well, when he got oh, home no, to his wife and she when he got home to his wife and she thought he'd been at the strippers. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> when when you're backstage off a off a show with Jasmine there, um, with Jasmine there or uh, uh, Taylor Rose, uh, she doesn't wrestle anymore. She's in, she was in Melbourne, but uh, yeah. If, if they're backstage and you see glitter, you don't question it. You, you know what happened, especially with Jasmine. Like Keegan says that he's woken up with glitter all over himself and he's like, this is just my life now. <laughs> um, now, being as out of Australia, obviously there um, traditionally haven't been a lot of girls to, to work with because the companies operate quite separately. Um but you've had the opportunity to travel around Australia. How how important is that opportunity to go to Sydney and to come to Melbourne and wrestle? It's um, very much. I've been. I I want. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to get my words. Um, <laughs> it's very important for me to get my name out there, and I feel like if you are limited to the amount of opponents, you'll never improve. And I wanted to improve, and I wanted to, I, and I, I wanted to like, I, I, I felt like the only way you can improve is to have as many, as many unique people to wrestle as possible. It's the only way you're gonna get better. It's the only way you're gonna get connections. Only way you're gonna get more experience. Um, and different I crowds feel, as well. Yeah. Melbourne has a wide variety of different female talent that you can wrestle. Vixen, Avery, Erica Reed, when you came down the showdown last year. Um, and I love those girls. <laughs> yeah. So you're always getting different experiences and, you know, you can pick up on different techniques as well. And I'm hoping we can get more um, girls down to Adelaide as well to wrestle. And plus that we're actually getting a bit, uh, and we are getting a bit more of women's division down there down here well that must be exciting it is as it stands at the moment adelaide's one of the few places in australia that's actually holding wrestling matches i think you guys have been going since early august what does it feel like to be one of the few promotions in australia actually working it's great um it's been really good and oh my god i'm sorry i'm letting you guys down uh we let ourselves down every week. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've got a broken brain. I swear. Um, it is crazy that I can be one of the few people that is able to wrestle and able to do what I love. Um, we have had a lot of people from other states going like, "Oh, you want to come down to Adelaide and wrestle?" And it's just crazy that now wrestling's become a norm for me again. Like, oh. In three weeks' time, I've got another wrestling show. And it's like other people don't get that. Like Victoria, they they won't have that for a while of like, oh, 
another wrestling show and now I'm just back to I gotta tan I gotta buy good makeup again I gotta go and do go and do the shows <laughs> yeah. you're lucky we're uh, we're all hanging out for wrestling to start up here in Victoria but we're allowed to go to the pub as of tomorrow so that's, oh, well, that's true too um <laughs> You recently um, debuted some new ring gear, I noticed. Yes. Um, yes. What was the inspiration there? Tell, tell people. I have felt like for a, quite a while I've been just the generic wrestler, the, gen- the gen- generic little cookie-cutter cookie wrestler, um, and there wasn't too much to my gimmick. And I felt like I needed to change things up. But then as well, I was like talking to people and I was like, I'm very nerdy. And there isn't really anything here, um, here in Australia that there are unusual characters. But like, I thought that like, especially little kids needed somebody that they can be like, I'm strange, I'm a nerd, I'm an outcast. And they can see somebody and be like, I can be with them and be like in a club with them and I can relate to them. I very much want to base, I want it more for like show little kids, be who you are. And I'm just going for this very nerdy route of being myself, being quirky, being crazy. I've got the Doctor Who gear, which I love and just going to go out to the ring going, I'm the doctor because it's cool. And I've got Spyro gear getting made. So I could be like, I'm Spyro. And I just thought it was a very fun thing. And I just felt like we need more positivity of people that feel like they don't really fit the mold that they can look up to somebody and they can look up to somebody and feel like they don't need to fit the mold. Yeah, they, they can see you having <laughs> fun and, and, and relate to that. Yeah. Nerds are cool. Nerds are coolest. <laughs> I'm so excited for my sparrow gear. But you see, because I'm like going to attempt to make my own wings and horns, and I've got no clue if they look good. <laughs> now, Izzy, in our production meeting last week, when I suggested that we meeting? have it at the end of the show, when I suggested that we have you on the show, and yeah, while, while, we're on air. while she did, went away, <laughs> Lyle said to us when we went off air that he felt that if you and your boyfriend were to get married, that he was every chance to be the best man at the wedding. Can you explain <laughs> why that would be? Um, and there's I, the um, dog, by the way, too. Oh, puppy dog. I don't know why he thinks that, but we'll put well, it Apparently him and your boyfriend hit it off in Japan. Apparently they're like the, the BFFs. They are the closest you can be. <laughs> apparently, apparently they're very good friends. Uh, apparently, they sat next to each other, um, and there were uh, TGI Fridays with Meltzer there, and their best buddies. Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry for anyone who has to sit next to Lyle at anything. To be honest, uh, I think that's the reason why we probably don't get a callback from Meltzer when we've asked him to speak to him for a couple of weeks because <laughs> he's met Lyle. <laughs> Well, he he put the podcast in the in his uh, uh, newsletter once or twice, Tony. That's, Good that was all right. See, that's not your no. doing. That's because no, that was... our mate Kevin got it over the line. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Chair. 
Yeah, very, very good. If there is one day a wedding, I'll consider it. I will Ooh, consider thank it. You very there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Do I have to bring Meltzer with me? Is that your day? Yes. <laughs> oh, if is you bring Meltzer. My Melter, plus one has to be Meltzer. <laughs> you bring Meltzer. Yes. <laughs> I'll see um, what I can do. <laughs> Izzy, Izzy, you mentioned um, Erica Reid earlier, and um, I heard that once you got on a plane while you were still covered in Erica Reid's uh, blue mist. Yeah. That stuff does not come off. <laughs> she told me it was easy to take off. She told me it was easy to take off. I, I had to scrub my skin to get it off to the point that my nose ring I left in the hotel room and my nose still hasn't got a nose ring in since because I keep forgetting about it. I had blue in my scalp like for two weeks after and my red skirt that I wore for the match can never be worn again. Wow. <laughs> that stuff so does basically, not come out. So basically you got on a plane looking like a Smurf. I wore, yeah, it was, it was bad. I, when I sat on the plane, of course, everyone could see my face, but as soon as I was like sitting down, I was like putting, putting the hood over my head and I was just like, don't look at me. I'm, I'm cosplaying. I'm a did anyone, did anyone have, did anyone have the guts to ask you why you were blue? No, I just got weird <laughs> stares. Oh, I love as well. I um did a match in Colac um, once against Kellyanne in Melbourne and she spits beer in my face during the match and I got soaked with beer but my flight was like like I think it was the same night or something no it was the next day but I didn't have time to like wash it out of my hair and yeah I just like walked on the plane thinking like I was drunk and my that was I just stunk like beer. Um, I, I can't are you a beer like drinker? I do are you like a beer, beer drinker? I am. Okay, because I mean, I imagine if you weren't a beer drinker, that it would be even worse. Yeah, that's <laughs> Luckily, I like beer. <laughs> so well, I was just like, I swear well, I'm not a drunk. Let's talk about that. <laughs> what is your favourite drop at the moment? Favourite? I love Coopers. Oh, no, you don't. I do like Coopers. Wow, I love Coopers. Coopers is- Oh, I thought you were going to bag Cooper. No, no, no. I, I love like, Cooper's. Cooper's okay. West End, I hate. If we're talking about <laughs> South Australian beers, West End is shocking. But Cooper's, love Cooper's. Cooper's Ale is great. Cooper's good. Yeah. yeah, apparently West End may not even be made in South Australia anymore. Oh, no, I don't that's the only thing I've got to hang on my South Australian mates. But isn't Cooper's <laughs> owned by some religious cult or something? I don't know. They make a good beer. I just drove past the factory. <laughs> <laughs> I love just turned I... water into wine, so I'm sure the religious cult got beer. One of yeah. um, the other wrestlers had a housewarming party a few weeks ago, and his dad works for Coopers, and they oh, they just had a massive supply of Coopers in the house. It was nice. just like you could have as much Coopers as you wanted. <laughs> we're, oh, we're, we're not allowed to go to other people's house. Oh yep, sorry. I've, I've, hey, we can at midnight tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're we can free. at midnight tonight. We're allowed to visit. We're free. We've got ankle bracelets. We can't go more than twenty-five k's from home, but we're pretty free. Makes it easier to walk home from the pub when you have to go. More than <laughs> <days>. <laughs> so, um, 
Izzy, what's coming up for RCW? Uh, we've got the Halloween show this weekend. So, oh, you'll love that. Being yep, a horror girl. That's when my hair's black. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to be wrestling as Shigo from Kim Possible, and my tag partner, Amber Switch, will be Kim Possible. Ah, awesome. Nice. And we're wrestling Elmo and Super Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance that the turnbuckles may be turned into pumpkins for this event? I am not sure. I know that somebody is in charge of decoration. I'll probably message them and go, that's a, that's a good suggestion. Yeah, just put that in. You could just be smashing heads on pumpkins, on turnbuckles. That'd be good. That would be good. That's how I make my pumpkin soup. <laughs> what, you used them as turnbuckles? Hmm. Yeah. No blenders in this house. Yeah. No. Um, Oh, so the, the Halloween show, that seems like it would be uh, the Easy Shore favourite show of the year. Yes. Yes, it will be. I, I'm very excited. But, yeah, all the wrestlers would dress up and it'll be good fun. Would have been good yeah. if it was the first show back because then you could have blown out the cobwebs. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just got that. Sorry. Ter- <laughs> terrible, Tony. <laughs> Terrible, Tony. But the the show will be uh, up on YouTube, like uh, every RCW show. Yes, it'll be up on YouTube. We've just stopped live streaming for now, yeah, because of the uh, copyright for the music. So until everybody gets non copyrighted music, then yeah, it will it will be it, up after. Yeah, well, your previous show is up within two or three days, so the turnaround is quick for the fans that can't be there live anyway. Yeah. How many people are you allowed to have? I'm smart. My music is, I, when I picked my new music, it is absolutely not copyrighted. I'm like, haha. I beat everyone to the punch. Sorry, you were saying something? I was going to say, so you're not uh, defending the title this weekend around? No. Not this Best weekend, way to keep but... it. <laughs> but uh... I will be. But I, I won't be this weekend, but hopefully I'll be defending it every other show. Um, how I, many people are you allowed to have at the shows? How many people are you allowed to have at the shows at the moment? I want to be able to give you an exact number. I wasn't expecting I, exact. We're not accurate. Yeah, I think fifty. I think yeah. fifty. We can only do half capacity at the moment, and it's in our gym. But we're trying to see if we can get a bigger venue. Yeah. And is there a and is it a first come first served basis? Is it like? Or is there a, a way that you're sort of distributing the tickets to give everyone an opportunity to get to a show? We're selling them online and yeah. they've, they've been, we've actually, they've been sold out in 15 minutes. Yeah, I'd imagine show. it would be. Yeah. Boys, do we have any questions from our listeners? I didn't ask for any. Oh, there you go. So I would <laughs> say not. So, oh. so at that point, Izzy, we might say goodbye to you and thank you so much for your time. That's okay. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. On, yeah, it has been a lot of fun. Congratulations on winning the title. And hopefully it is a long, long reign. Well, long enough for us to at least get over to Adelaide and see you defend it one time. Thank you. Please do. I'd love to see you guys. Yeah, we'd love to come over too. Izzy Shaw joining us right here on the Turnbuckle. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm. 
times are gonna kill me Try to put me in the grave Welcome back, part two of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Just can't get enough of that, boys. You, you started playing a song from Elias's new uh, album, Tony. Yeah. You cut it off short to put the R- Richmond theme song nah, back it in. Was it was crap. Yellow and black. It was crap. So we only have good music on this show. <laughs> so I had to replace it. It's bad enough we've only got one listener. We don't want to lose Aisha as well. I hope she doesn't break <laughs> Elias, Elias music. Hope she doesn't break for Geelong. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, what a lovely girl, is he sure? Yeah, and um, I've always thought she's an underrated wrestler in Australia. I've enjoyed every time I've been privileged enough to see her work and great to see her holding that RCW title. Yeah, and I feel comfortable in saying this and you may have noticed that she stumbled a little bit a couple of times. She was quite nervous, and it's all due to the fact that Lyle's lying on the bed. She did tell us once we finished the interview just she how went, uncomfortable she was. She legit, she, this is the shoot. She said that Lyle made her uncomfortable. Un- uncomfortable lying on the bed the way he's lying. Now, we've had to put up with this every week since we've started lockdown for six months of podcasting. I've been outspoken well, right. about this, how uncomfortable it That's makes me right. feel. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm I'm over the corona as well. I can't wait to get back into the studio so we can be sitting in chairs. Um, yeah, so it's the corona's fault that made Izzy uncomfortable. No, it's That's not the we're corona's saying. fault. We're at home. Don't yeah. see us lying on our bed. Speaking of uncomfortable. You guys have been on a four-day bender. <laughs> Lyle, at least have the courtesy to turn off your camera if you're going to lie on your bed. That's all I'm saying. The good news is, is that the bender continues and it can continue out of our house now because we are out of lockdown here in Melbourne, which is fantastic. Dan Andrew said, get on the beers. Andrew. I was already on the beers, so it was a, it was a redundant comment to, to make for me, but I have already booked into two pubs in the next three days. Excellent. I have a problem. What it's a cry for help. Had the problem. No. No, yeah. The problem was the pubs were closed. Now they're open. Uh, problem solved. It's, uh, yeah, all that money, all that money I saved in lockdown is uh, serious. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> you can't spend it traveling overseas, so you may as well supporting the local community and local businesses. Well, exactly. you're doing your part. You're doing your part. Let's make Victoria great again. To use the words from a uh, president over in the United okay, States. Okay, Donald. I'd love to do a Donald no, Trump impersonation, but I can't. Why? Not orange enough? Sorry? Not orange enough, not tanned enough, exactly. I don't look like an Oompa Loompa enough. You uh, know what pub I am going to go to first up, though? Hey? Do you know what pub I'm going to go to first up? Which one? The Royal, the Royal Mail, Mail in Spencer. In Spencer Street, of course you will. Go see Thank our everyone. great mate David. Everyone go see David at the Royal Mail. 
Uh, he's uh, obviously been doing it tough like all small business owners yeah. and um, good guy, great beers. Get down there. Good food too. Great feed. Just really leave the rosé because I'll be buying that when I go. We might have to go and do a live, uh, a, a live podcast from there soon. Well, once we're allowed to have people go to it, maybe. Yeah. That's a good idea, Tony. And gyms yeah. open up next month as well. So mm-hmm. who cares? We're slowly coming out of it. Well, I care. I care. <laughs> Hey, uh, as I'm reading through the rundown, boys, the first thing to talk about is the AEW musical. Yeah, Tell what'd us you all think, about Tony? it. What do you what do you think of Chris Jericho and uh, MJF having a a uh, song and dance number? I haven't the, seen it in the middle. Of, you haven't seen it? No. It was it was amazing. It was uh, wrestling campy fun. Chris Jericho, obviously. He's a singer. Uh, yeah, MJF. Well, yeah, well, technically, he's a lead vocalist. Um, MJF can actually sing. Uh, they can, they can dance together. The the routine was uh, well choreographed. Is that how you say it? So um, I don't know. I just never thought that I'd have Lyle critiquing a song and dance number. Um, I don't know if you're equipped for it. No, I'm probably not equipped for it. That's probably why I enjoyed it. Was <laughs> it as good? Purist. Was it as good as, um, say, Lockie Hendrick singing the theme from Neverending Story at Wrestle Rock? Oh, that was good. Well, no, no, no that's that going to be tough to beat. Well, they're live. Um, you know, the atmosphere of that night. I don't, I don't think that could be captured uh, on film as well as it was live. So, and that's tough to beat. You're putting. That's harsh. That's harsh. Well, of course, Lockie, Hend- Lockie Hendricks is obviously a, a, an exceptional talent. I shouldn't really be comparing yeah, anybody that, to that's, him. That's, that's harsh. Isn't that that's... right, Tony? Oh, amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you guys haven't, you haven't seen it. It's been everywhere. People are... Jim Cornette apparently wrote it. Did um, he really? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tony. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, I just I I um I've said it's come up on my newsfeed a few times. I just haven't hit play, so I'm sure I'll see it at some stage. But Corey told me I should watch it, and that's usually a sign for me that I shouldn't watch something. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, Cor- Corey did say it was an amazing episode of Dynamite, and I'm pretty sure two well, people knocked big, themselves out. So well, it's big coming from Corey because he never he never thinks Dynamite's good. <laughs> Speaking of music. Of course, we opened up the second segment, or at least with about 10 seconds of Elias's new track from his new album, Universal Truth. I don't think oh, he played little... enough of it, to be honest, Tony. Well, no, I'll be able to make a judgment based on what Tony played, but I um I did have a listen to it today. It's um it's not that bad. <laughs> Can you hear honest. it in the background? I'm playing it in the background as we speak. No, I Let can't play a little bit. Let it, let it play a little bit. It's, it's good, Tony. It's good. Got good groove to it. You know, I was reading a, an article uh, earlier today that it's outsold the, the Beatles, Justin Bieber, Michael Jackson. That was on Kayfabe uh, News, Lyle. Oh, That's not a real story. I, know, I, I just said I read it from a website. That's all um, Anyway, no, it's, um, it's a bit gospel-y for my taste, but um, it's got a feel of... 
there's one song he does a cover of Amazing Grace, but it's sort of in the style of um, the animals. Um, uh, you know, the right House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Okay. I enjoyed it. I reckon so, you like it, Tony. I reckon well, you really like it. Being a bit gospely, there might be an opportunity that he might get a gig at Festival Hall. <laughs> now that yeah. uh, Festival Hall You're has been it? sold to a church organisation and won't have wrestling in it anymore. You say a church organisation, I say a cult. Because um, Hillsong is, uh, yeah. How, geez, not paying taxes is obviously makes you a lot of money. Well, it but saves you a rip, lot of money, rip, that's rip, for sure. Rest in peace, Festival Hall, because I don't think we'll be seeing wrestling there again. It's a real shame, I don't think it? I'll, Well, I doubt they'll get any of my ticket money, even if they do have someone I like there. Um, I don't have many principles, but that's one. Yeah. Uh, you know what, and, though? I, I haven't got an issue with it if it's going to be used on a regular basis. Uh, Festival Hall was a totally underutilised... Hey? No, that's what I'm saying. Was zero, it was just a totally underutilized venue. No, they were still having raves every Friday, just about. No, were they? I've never been to one. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a few gigs at Festival Hall in the last few years. Um, it's a very sad day for, for Melbourne, in my yeah. opinion. It's actually, it even uh, for how poorly maintained Festival Hall is, it is a good venue for gigs. And yeah. obviously... New Japan, the last couple of years of running wrestling shows there, still holds wrestling there well. Um, it still felt yeah. special. Well, yeah. we, can, we can now say that we were the last people to do interviews backstage at Festival Hall for a wrestling gig. Yep. One of your phone ringing had anything to do with this disastrous... Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jay White uh, cancelled Festival Hall because of you, Tony. My phone did ring a couple of days ago, though, uh, yesterday, to be exact, as we record this on a Tuesday night, to tell me that uh, Talktober ambassador Drew McIntyre had lost the WWE <laughs> championship to Randy Orton in uh, yeah. a cell match. Yeah, there's a there's a um, title reign I'm not that excited about. 14 time Randy Orton. Um, hey, he's been close to the MVP of the uh, no crowd era. Yeah, um, but why does he, does he need the title? Obviously, no, they're just, setting up Edge versus Randy at WrestleMania, maybe. Yeah, I just think it was a good time to get the title off Drew because looks like uh, wrestling may have some fans or WWE may have some bigger crowds coming up soon and maybe they want to give that title back to drew in front of fans this time instead of you know no i think edge is going to get it next but um oh, i did enjoy sasha banks versus bailey good oh, match very very creative spots and yeah they beat the shit out of each other too um, um some nice little that's call been a really good too. story yeah, yeah yeah definitely like even the the start of the match with Sasha kicking the the chair out of Bailey's hands while the cage was lowering, and just the the little the little parts of the story that you can follow along. Yeah, Bailey's an impressive yeah. off the top off the top rope type of uh, wrestler. She does some. She's really good. Yeah, yeah it's good. good elbow drop. Yes, yeah, the elbow drop, right. 
But um, yeah, that was probably the highlight of the show. There wasn't too much else that sort of reached that level for me personally. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like they're in a bit of a holding pattern at the moment, WWE. Maybe they are holding off the fans. I don't know. But Honestly, um, guys, it must be grating in the fact that they've gone on for this long without fans. They must be getting extremely bored with the whole situation. Well, this oh, show's oh. been going way longer without fans. <laughs> well, we got fans. That's a good point. And getting very bored with it. <laughs> no, I, I, I only watched uh, three matches. I, I watched the Roman and Jey Uso match as well. You know, it wasn't even really a match per se. It was more just pushing the storyline along with wrestling moves and a lot of, a lot of selling. Um, so, yeah, the, the match was what it was, but, you know, Roman crying at the end and, you know, being torn, has he taken it too far? I thought the storytelling in the match was really good. Yep, it certainly was. Great to see that, uh, well, an Australian icon has made his way into NXT. Yep. A bloke that played some amazing football for the Adelaide Crows. Here's Bruce McAvaney calling him. What? That's right. Tony Modra is part of NXT. It's, a, hey, it's, it's obviously the same guy, isn't it? No. no. I don't what think are you talking about? It's not the same guy. There's only one Tony Modra. How old is Tony Modra? He'd be late 40s. I don't think he's and needs you reckon to that handle wrestling. Still looks very good for his age. 40s. No, he doesn't look good for his age. He still and he, surfs. And what did he, he, he grew two feet, did he, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> so who is Tony Modra? Who is the NXT Tony Modra? Elliot Sexton. Sexton. Really? Brendan Vink. Yes. Why did they change his name again? I don't know how he slipped it through. Know how he this was amazing. Got this, one passed. <laughs> this could be the biggest swerve of but all did time. You see, did you see the mainstream media coverage they got in Australia? Sexton could be the king of Australia. It's amazing. When WWE <laughs> yeah. to us. Yeah. It's going to get... At, it's on every radio station. It's in every major newspaper. Yeah. The Adelaide Crows are claiming it. Fremantle said Fremantle. they can't wait for the last three three years of his career because that's when they'll get him. <laughs> like, it's yeah, been it was, amazing. Yeah, brilliant. He's uh, he always thinks out of the box, uh, Elliot Sexton, and I think I think he's topped it. He, this is great. Well, yesterday was the best day ever. We got Tony Modra in WWE, and we got let out of jail by Uncle Dan. Like, um, <laughs> it was fantastic. But, yeah, Vink obviously getting the Tony Modra past them. Or, yeah, I, I, it's a marketing <laughs> genius from, from Sexton. Now, now that WWE owned the name Tony Modra, does that mean Tony Modra can't actually call himself Tony Modra anymore? No, he's going to be he just can, Modra now. <laughs> he can, as long as he's not wrestling. <laughs> so He can't go to AEW. Decides, if Modra decides that he wants to sign up to RCW training, He'll need to choose a different. Well, ring but even if he goes in the crowd and the ground announcer says, and the ring announcer says, "Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we've got Tony Modra here." I believe because it's his Shut real it name. I believe because it's his real name, he'd still be able to use it. So, so what you're saying is Tony Khan needs to send a private jet to Adelaide and get the real Tony Modra on AEW. 
before WWE um, have theirs on. You're Surely on the he's got to Tony. incorporate an Adelaide jumper into his costume and stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> his sure. ring attire. Stop. Wait till his tag team partner, Rod Jamison, runs out. <laughs> Jamo. Just get all the Adelaide full sword. Tex Walker. Uh, all of them. Yeah, Tex Walker wouldn't take a bump. <laughs> He's too afraid of body on body contact. <laughs> you do realize we've got an Adelaide oh, yeah, guest soft. this week. We've got an Adelaide a lot guest of Adam- this week. We have a lot of Adelaide listeners. Tex Walker's had a remarkable career. Can I tell you that Tex Walker, what is he, 6'5, six, 6'6? Six, six? He's been involved in eight hit outs in his whole career. That's a smart. Well, he- He's, He's not, not Tom Hawkins, man. mate. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to the Tony Modra vignettes of him taking speckies and the gold. I hope wear. he does take some speckies and yell out yeah, Modra. That, yeah. And come out full kit. Yeah. People call him Godra. Godra, yeah. And he, yeah, and he, you know, and well, we know how how smug Sexton can be. He, he'll take that. <laughs> no, I agree. Surely, you reckon- surely, in his opening theme song. They've got to get Bruce McAvaney going, so like he's delicious. Well, he's not Cyril, but on that turn, on that, what other Australian sports stars' names do you do you think could make good wrestling names? Cyril Rioli could work. Yeah, yeah. I think the character the character of Dermot Brereton would work. He, I think he was been done before. He was basically <laughs> a heel wrestler while playing football. As um, David Swartz, year. the Ox. The, the Ox, yep. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if the name the name David Schwartz is a wrestler. Everyone will just no, think but it's the like, Ox. The know, Ox is. Everyone will think it's an accountant. Yeah, the the Ox. Um, you know the the flying doormat. You You're going to Bruce Dool. No, no, just Actually, no, we're talking about the nicknames. Well, she don't be. Yeah, literal. the nickname, the, the flying doormat, that would work. Um, you know, but I mean, if anyone was ready, the penetrator. You know, like, yeah, was that the Dominator? The Dominator. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're not. It's not the Attitude Era anymore, Tony. Um, but I think if anyone was ready to step into a WWE ring, like Mate Jack Daw is already made. He's already got the body. Oh, the build. The rest of the body. You know. But I wouldn't put it past Dustin Martin. He can do everything else. You bastard! I actually had that written down. I was leading to that. I was going to get get one over on you, Richmond supporters. Well, he's already got. He's already got three titles. <laughs> he, he could if he keeps going the way he's going Tony he could break Ric Flair's record that's all I'm saying <laughs> that's all I, if Triple H would let him because he might not so looking forward to seeing how Tony Modra goes uh, who's uh, we've had some removals from the Ring of Honor well, we've had one yeah who's that yeah Yeah, yeah, he was the head of creative and signed a long-term deal with them, you know, instead of going with his mates to AEW. um, Had some allegations against him during the Me Too movement, which we don't have to go into, uh, but Ring of Honor formally removed him from their creative. Uh, no, I haven't commented days. on it yet, but he has been removed. Yeah, he, he online for all know, it's, it, it's came out websites. that he hasn't been in the creative position for months anyway. But now they've, um, yeah, 
Sounds a bit like my marriage. I don't, I don't think we have to go. Hasn't been in a creative sounds, position for a long time we, either. And Tony, stop trying to it. shoot. Stop trying to shoehorn your failing marriage into every episode. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's uncomfortable for me laying on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable, Tony. Um. But yeah, look. Uh, obviously, it's good, good on Ring of Honor to, to take those sorts of allegations seriously and make a change. So, hopefully, yeah. there's more of it from some other companies. Uh, yes, yes, it's um, yeah, definitely. That wraps us up for another week. And make sure you catch our Twitch partner, Pluto oh, uh, Vision, as well. On. Hey, so what a pleasant note to finish on. Yes, uh, uh, yes Pluto Vision is on. A bit later this week, I Ooh. believe. It's still on Saturday, but I am I look through my one note that I made. But um yeah, so they're gonna be on from six PM till eight PM. Just look up for the power of Grint on Twitch and they're doing a PWA watch along with Re and that should be a lot of fun. That will be fantastic. If you've got an idea for a podcast, contact us at My Podcast House or on the Turbuckle through our Facebook pages. We'd love to help you get on air. Tune in next week. We've got a fantastic guest coming up next week. We haven't got a guest yet. I assume you just tell me. Every week you say that. I just assumed Tony was going to book it on on air again. I assumed you were just going to tell me. I assumed you were just going to tell me who I had as well. Yeah, about some forward planning. Mad Dog will join us next week. No, don't. No, no. I don't know if, who we got next week. So don't, don't say someone who's I don't have their phone number and they don't have social media. All right. <laughs> like, you can't get your mate Drew McIntyre yeah. on Tony. Next week we saying I've Randy Savage, someone unattainable. Yeah, but he's dead. <laughs> That'd be stupid. Well, what about your mate Drew McIntyre? Which yeah. Is he just lost the title. Get your mate on. No, no, he's uh, he doesn't want to talk at the moment. We can give him a hug, Toba, mate. Yeah, for losing the title. Yeah, good point. Good point. He probably needs it. All right, I'm sure. Well, we have find us a guest week, for next week because that's what he does. Well, I would leave it up to Lyle, but we've known how that's no, worked out do that. in the past. God's sake, leave it up to me. I'll, we'll see uh, all the listeners in four weeks. And everyone, I know, and everyone I know from wrestling is either dead or has been locked up. So don't go through it. Or they're on a watch list. Catch you next week. Right Get here on the, on the turnbuckle.